Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to check with uh, we're getting ready to check with 11 o'clock news and first we're going up to um, news up We're going up to <sighs> we're going up to this news here, and here's your news. <laughs>
tomorrow morning. I think it'll mo more likely be possibilities for some misty conditions. Another thing that are possibilities for some foggy conditions are calm winds, and that's exactly what we have at least going on at the moment. So for the most part, we are going to be clear for tonight, even rain-wise clear for tonight. Overnight hours, we may see a few raindrops to the north, and then everybody could get in on the partly to mostly cloudy, foggy, misty side by tomorrow morning. But I think the majority of the rain comes our way later in the afternoon. Now, it's not going to be a whole lot of rain out there. I think there'll still be many dry hours throughout the day to maybe practice your uh, swing outside. However, you can see that conditions are going to be on the warmer side, the cooler side, I should say, cloudier side, and eventually rainier side in the afternoon and maybe early evening hours. Let's take a look at our future cast, see what we're expecting as we move into tomorrow morning. Again, not much rainfall overnight. It's mainly going to be a tomorrow morning light passing shower to the west. And then as we make our way towards the afternoon hours, this is where we will see an isolated shower or storm or two out there in the forecast. Most models have these storms not becoming severe, but a little bit of high water out there if enough of a heavy downpour erupts could possibly be around in the forecast as we move into even Monday morning, Monday afternoon, there could still be a few raindrops. But after that, we're finally in on some nice weather coming our way. So for tonight, what do we have moving our way? We have rain-free conditions through bedtime, maybe even into tomorrow morning rain-free, but that won't be lasting for too much longer. The afternoon hours, clouds, showers, and it looks like we will have after this little speed bump of showers and storms coming our way early this week into next week. Conditions looking very pleasant, even as we move into the weekend. Things are going to be um, just light showers and temperatures manageable. Can't beat 78 degrees in August, mm -hmm. that's for sure. Thank you, Drew. Well, coming up, Marshall's new quarterback gets some good reviews, and the Steelers playing their first exhibition game. Okay, now we're back. And we already give our weather and 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 we're going to take you to Channel Free News again. Here it is. Shellbro Tele with advanced synthetic technology protects against engine wear, helping your pickup live longer. And that means more fishing trips. Remember, it's not about the catch, it's about the fresh air. <sighs> you know, back in my day, news already in children. After investigating, deputies say Sturgeon was under the influence while driving. He has been charged with a DUI causing serious injury. Braley Wallace and his two brothers were three of the five. Braley is just 12 years old. His family says his legs were run over by the car Sturgeon was driving. Braley had to be flown to Cabell Huntington Hospital and then to a hospital in Morgantown for his injuries, where he underwent a six-hour surgery. Braley's family tells me he was so excited to go to the fair. They had just gotten there, and he jumped out of the car ready to get to the gates. That's when Sturgeon's car hit him. Braley's family, firefighters, and community members came together for a vigil. They say the power of prayer is helping Braley and his mom to pull through. They were just walking down the road almost to the fair gates, and the driver struck them. Well, I personally believe in prayer 100%, and I 
believe this is what has brought him this far. We'll keep you updated with any new information about Brayley's recovery. Kim Rockford, WSAZ News Channel 3, Mason County. Now, Brayley's family says he will not lose his legs and that his recovery has been strong. His two brothers suffered minor injuries, though his family says seeing their brother get run over was something they will never forget. Now, a man is in the hospital after deputies say he was attacked with a baseball bat this afternoon. The Kanawha County Sheriff's Department says a call came in around 3 p.m. saying a pedestrian had been hit in the 200 block of West Main Street in St. Albans. But when they arrived, witnesses told them the victim had been attacked and hit with a bat by two men. He had to be taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening <sighs> injuries. Deputies say no arrest has been made and the suspects weren't on the scene when they arrived. Well, we made it through our wet afternoon with no flash flood warnings being issued, but there certainly was plenty of rain out there all across our region here in Huntington. We saw the showers just outside of town for a little while, and then eventually they came right on up to our doorstep. And when we were all said and done, again, there were plenty of sides of the roads that were on the wet side, but thankfully no creek flooding in the Four Pole Creek area around Huntington or really anywhere around our region, although the creeks have certainly were on the higher end of things this afternoon. It looks like the majority of our rain has already fallen, and uh, we still have a few leftovers spots of heavy rain, but for the most part, things are lightening up. However, there still will be plenty more light showers scattered across our region this evening, as well as wet roads that we have to stay alert to even through tomorrow. Now, tomorrow will be a little gloomy and rainy, especially in the morning hours further down towards the south. However, in the afternoon, skies will try and break out all across our region. The rain will try to slow on down. And again, we're just dealing with the last of our weekend showers. Hopefully by mid this week, it is going to be dry with a September feeling a few more showers may try to sneak in the forecast late next week but there will be a lot more dry hours in the week out of us than there are wet ones and we also don't have to worry about that summer heat that we've had around so much again that september feel will be nice and refreshing for most thank you drew now one man has died following a motorcycle crash in meg's county last night the ohio state highway patrol says 40 year old stephen haynes a perkin was traveling around collison road in he was transported to the hospital where he died from his injuries troopers say haynes was wearing a helmet at the time of the incident now multiple i sold that microwave Today, yep. to raise awareness for this disease. The March Did Leave get over to you. Yeah. 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 Or maybe even tripled the amount that we thought uh, that we were going to get today. Uh, so, being able to see that the community want to come out and um, and support, you know, our efforts is just wonderful. And uh, we can't thank them all enough. Now, all the proceeds will be donated to the International Melanoma Foundation. Well, the Buckhorn School and Robinson Elementary School in Perry County, Kentucky, were severely impacted by the flooding last month, leaving many educators without the supplies they need to start the new school year. But two Perry County teams came up with a plan to give back to educators that gave them so much. Alyssa Williams has a story. 
for Perry County teens Samantha Turner and Kylie Short. Helping their local teachers following July's flood was a no-brainer. They gave us our whole lives, and we just wanted to try to give back to them. 16-year-old Short has special ties to Robinson Elementary. My mom's a teacher, so I grew up there, and, you know, seeing her classroom just in pieces, it kind of broke me. We needed everybody. That's when Short and Turner created an Amazon wish list to help the educators of Buckhorn School and Robinson Elementary get back on their feet. I'd say behind us, um, before everyone started showing up, we had a little over probably $4,000. Um, but we had a lot of just monetary donations that came in too. And we kind of went together and just went on a shopping spree and took care of what we had left. And we were able to spend everything but nine cents. So we got as close as we could. And on Sunday, the pair hosted a teacher shower at Perry County Park for educators to come and pick up what they need for their classrooms. Without teachers, there's no one. So they started everyone, and now I think it's just good not only to see she and I giving back, but everyone. You know, this wasn't just two of us. Um, it was our whole community. They all went together and allowed us to be able to do it. You know, we were just the faces of it. And for educators like Christy Combs, who lost everything, seeing the community help them to rebuild means so much more. And I've seen people come together here that I thought that never would, and uh, that's the goal here, um, help each other out. And, and I think this area is going to be just fine. It's going to take a little while to get, get back to where we were, but we're going to get there. Enriching the lives of those who enrich the minds of children in Perry County. Alyssa Williams, WSAZ News Channel 3. Although Turner and Short held the teacher shower today, they are still taking donations. Anything they will receive will be taken to A.B. Combs Elementary School. You can find out more over on our website. Now, some furry friends got a chance to beat the heat in Canova today. The annual Dreamland Pool Dog Swim took place from 1 to 4 this afternoon. For a $5 entry fee, your pup could hit the water. There were snacks and prizes for the dogs and their owners. The dog swim is an event the pool holds every year before it closes in the fall. Well, just as many Kentucky students head back to school, the CDC has relaxed its COVID guidelines. <laughs> Some of the moves they made Thursday include dropping requirements for social distancing, as well as quarantining for exposed people. Jeremy Tom spoke with a doctor about the latest on this virus and others. Dr. Jeff Fox says this is still a fluid situation that could see further changes, particularly as Kentucky children go back to school. We don't know what's going to happen when all the kids go back to school. And are we going to see a bigger surge or are we going to see a new variant? But at this time, he believes the CDC has likely made the right choice with its latest guidance. Those choices include no longer having to test the screen for the virus among those without symptoms. And quarantine of exposed persons is not recommended. The organization also dropped social distancing and other guidelines, all moves which Dr. Fox says will be more compatible with our lifestyles. We're into what I would call the chronic phase where we have learned to manage it. Dr. Fox still recommends that people wear masks in high-risk situations. But with other viruses like monkeypox arriving in the Commonwealth, his concern is not just focused on COVID anymore. As a physician, I, I worry about what, what is going to be the next pandemic, what is going to be the next virus. Uh, we've got one coming. It's just a question of what it's going to be. Doctors are predicting a strong flu season, so he implores parents to get their children vaccinated to reduce their risks with a variety of viruses.
I do think because people aren't wearing masks uh, as much, you know, not only for flu is easier to catch, but any type of disease is easier, is easier to catch. In Lexington, Jeremy Toms, WSAZ News Channel 3. Now, Dr. Fox also discussed the recent detections of polio in New York. He says while he's hopeful the incidents are isolated, he believes one of the reasons we're seeing that virus come back is due to people's lack of vigilance when it comes to being vaccinated. Well, coming up, as fun is underway at the West Virginia State Fair, some farmers there are busy bringing baby cats into the world. And it looks like this evening, not too bad out there. If you can handle a few raindrops, just take it a little slower out on the roads than you usually are. As you can see, this is going to be the case for tomorrow, especially further in our southern counties. Showers lingering into the afternoon. We'll talk more coming up. Okay, now we're back, and and we're making sure what you want, and make sure you get the the AM FM still out right now, and we're gonna get the AM back. FM back and and we're still working on that and I'll be back on there and you want to listen to church music I we're going to have church a little bit tomorrow tomorrow between 4 and 5 Tomorrow, we make sure of it. You have your church, and and we're gonna make sure you do pretty good. And and we're trying so hard and we're going to here's your news back with the goal of birthing 20 calves the owner of perks farm organic dairy and meat says they try to time it just right but it doesn't always go as planned we've had five babies so far this year here at the fair we had 10 or 15 at home so we, we ran into issues. We, we're learning every year we, we do this. So one year we had all the calves were born at home before we got here and just had a few born. One year they all came after we got home. So we breed a week before, the week of the fair, and the week after the fair. You can find the birthing center in the back of the fair by the horse stables. They have many stations set up for everyone to get to know the newborns. Perkins says this whole tent is set up to help educate people. It's important that the reason we do this is to educate and let people have interaction with the cows. Our cows are really tame because we milk them twice a day and we hand raise them. 
Perkins goes on to say his favorite cows are the ones he doesn't know because those are the ones that cause the least trouble. Well, the theme of this year's West Virginia State Fair is mountain-grown fun. It will conclude on Saturday, August 20th. Well, the Canal Charleston Humane Association received a major donation this weekend from a local motorcycle group. South Charleston's Harley Owner Group made their annual Hogs for Dogs delivery. The group delivered over 18 bags of pet food, kitty litter, cleaning supplies, and treats, as well as a monetary donation. They say they have been working to collect the donations for more than two weeks. Walter, it's feeling more like September yes. than August right now. I think we deserve it after the, the hot summer we've had so far. It's either been hot or way too wet. Way too and wet. We're going to hopefully get somewhere in between there with a little heat and a little rain over the next seven days, but hopefully not an excess of either. Let's take a look at forecast outside where we were on the verge of an excess of rain uh, as we move into the afternoon hours today. However, it looks like things are settling down for the most part across our region this evening. Looking at the Ashley Home Store Cam, Ashland, Huntington looking all right. However, the radar just to the northeast of us uh, here in the tri-state area. Looks further closer toward the Cal Police, seeing some showers. The good news is no matter where we are, we're all feeling a comfortable 65 to uh, 70 degrees outside. And as we take a look at our dual Doppler radar again, there's the leftover rain from earlier today. The bulk of the rain is just south of our viewing area or off towards the east near, uh, looks like Washington, D.C. However, here in our region, we still do have what looks like the last of this wave of showers. There will be more that will form as you move into tomorrow morning and maybe even some more on Tuesday to deal with. However, for the moment, this is what we have in our forecast right now, which shows a main arc from Beckley on up towards Portsmouth and then a little leftover activity down the cold fields. Cold field activity a lot lighter than what we have going off towards the north where, again, in this streak from Portsmouth to Winfield, it looks like it's some showers with a isolated pocket or two of some heavier rainfall out there. The good news is nothing severe. I'm not looking at the possibility for any new flash flooding to pop into the forecast. Certainly Winfield out there along uh, that stretch near Winfield, Eleanor, Buffalo. It looks like you guys will be getting quite a bit of rain outside. However, uh, we are looking at uh, an amount that the creeks will be able to handle as we move into tonight. The only issue with this rain is, of course, is going to be keeping those roadways a little slick out there. So if you're going to travel tonight, or tomorrow, be cautious. Those morning hours are not going to be the most pleasant out there. It's going to be another gloomy, rainy morning for most of us. And then as we move our way towards the afternoon, that's more like it. Mostly sunny, partly sunny skies coming our way. The rain slowing down. Temperatures hitting that Goldilocks zone. Not too hot, not too cool. Right about 80 degrees. And a little bit of a breeze out there as well. A much better day than what we saw in the forecast for a good chunk of today. So here's a look at that future cast. Those rains will be moving on, not completely ending in the overnight hours, but certainly slowing on down as you move into tomorrow morning. Might not see too much rainfall out there in central and northern parts, but we'll keep an eye on the southern cold fields. We'll also keep an eye on some of our southeastern locations as we move into later tomorrow afternoon, but most of us are getting in on some sunshine and rain-free conditions. Unfortunately, while we do still stay mostly dry moving into Tuesday, it doesn't look like we'll be able to escape a few light showers that will mainly focus on our eastern and central counties moving into Tuesday afternoon. Afternoon. Wednesday, Thursday looking much better. 
Let's talk about our food fair augmented reality forecast. Because again, we have to get there first before we can enjoy those really nice conditions. What do we have to get through? Cloudy, rainy, wet roads outside tonight and into tomorrow. So as long as we're staying alert to all that heading our way, we should be just fine by about four or five o'clock. We're looking much better in most of our viewing area, and it looks like we only get better from there. Moving into Tuesday, Wednesday, even into Thursday, and most of Friday, we're looking at good conditions. Late Friday into Saturday, Sunday, looks like those showers are going to try and come back in uh, greater form, greater number. Uh, but till then, we have a very nice week coming our way with, again, not too much heat, not too much humidity, and certainly not too much rain. Fingers crossed. I feel like we haven't had a week like this in a while. We haven't been talking about flooding. It's been, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Well, coming up, a local veteran is lending a hand. I'm very smile. It was devastated by flooding. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, line numbers two, two, six, three, three, seven, zero, two, six, one, seven, five. Listen to NXT or WPAY to catch the rest. And we're in the studio right now. The reason why we're talking like this in the mic and the reason why it's echoing and we make sure you have your news and make sure you do what you want and and we're going to make sure you do what you want and and we'll keep you informed about the weather and and we're going we're going to we're going to check with the weather and we're going to do it for you and and we're going to make sure you have your news back and man John's feeding see on second street got dog food cat food everything else you can swap the cat off the counter they don't mind john fancy and mitchell's gross there's your news back man simply known as Cowboy has stood on a sidewalk leading into Heineken, Kentucky for two weeks, cheering on anyone and everyone who passes by. Chandler Wilcox showed us Cowboy's mission and how much it means to the community. Cheering people on, great strategy. Hi kids, how we doing? Cowboy Dave Cowboy Graham came to Heineken after the flood to support flood victims. Good job. Crazy guys. I think it's probably 
the second or third day after the flood. He was here really quick. And so I walked over to the to the gas station. I was just like, what are you doing? What's your what's your story? Like, what are you doing here? Um, and so I talked to him and he explained, you know, that he's been doing this for 20 years and he goes around to um, national disasters. Cowboy came from Ohio with the mission of listening to Eastern Kentuckians' heartfelt stories. You're a good one. Blessings to you, brother. I'm sorry. From Don past us. There you go. There you are. Boom. Talk to those guys till 1.30 a.m. last night. The cowboy is offering encouragement any way he can. Boom. Oh, God bless you, too. Even holding back tears of his own. Okay, then. Get grandma. Get grandma. Get grandma. You gotta look happy. Can't be all pouty face for people, can you? Look at it. You gotta be happy. The inspiration is something the community has embraced. Got the mower. Got to save that. Good. Been mowing too. Boom. You're strong. You're strong. I love that he offers that that service because no matter what we lost. You know, we need to keep it in the context of everybody around us, but we sh we're allowed to be sad about the things that we lost. Picking people up. So glad for some type of encouragement. When they have been hit the hardest. Well, Dave Cowboy Graham even spent some time in Uvalde, Texas, and Mayfield offers support and just someone to talk to. Well, coming up, it was Marshall's first appearance in front of the home fans tonight, and gave them plenty of reasons to cheer. Oh, okay, now we're back. And, and we're going to make you have your news and and that's it and that's all your news and and we're going to we're going